ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Gamer Grudge! Welcome to another episode of Gamer Grudge. People, welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I want to thank you for coming in. I want to thank uh, Smoke for coming in. Hey, Smoke, how's it going? Glad you're doing that. Um, as, you, as you know, um, I have moved, so I'm upstairs now. I'm out of the garage, and we are doing our first live Gamer Grudge from the garage. Uh, so let me get this set up a little bit because it looked like it's coming from the corner. Don't know why. Hold on for a minute. Um, there we go. That's better. Okay. So well, welcome to welcome to another episode of Gamer Grudge, people. I'm Matt Poole. I am, um, I am the Game Fixers. I'm the founder of the channel. Um, and we're here. We have three brand spanking new spiders to get in, get in on the grudginess. But before we start, let's go ahead and introduce the staff. Um, let's go ahead and start with Zach. Hello, Zach. Hello. All right. He's here. He's the fat tricker, people. You mm -hmm. don't know that. Um, and uh, replace Angie. We're going to give Angelic Sin a day off because she works so hard and tirelessly. So we got, we finally got some people to fill in on the mining. Um, so we brought back Cat. Cat, what's up? Nothing much. All right. Um, so uh, before we start, people, uh, before we go ahead and start, uh, we had to introduce the victims of the show. Starting off, starting off, he is our producer of the Game Fix, not only of the whole entire Game Fixes Network. He but he picks sure we're on our P's and Q's and everything is good. Um, give it up for zero, Condemn Crimson. What's up, guys? Good to be back. All right. And next, um, we have um, she's a new fighter. She's coming in. Um, I asked her to um, actually a long time ago to come on, and she's happy to be on the show. Give it up for Jinx. Hey guys, what's up? All right. And last, but certainly not least, we have um, he. This guy's been really, really, really on it. He's been really excited to come on the show. Frisbee, how's it going? What's going on? What's going on? He's right. Been super pumped. Glad to be here. All right, cool. All right, before we start, we cannot do any gamer grudge without the rules. So, Kat, I'm going to post the rules up, and if you may read them. Oh, that's the questions. We want the rules. We want the rules. Here we go, the rules. I should probably unmute myself. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, the rules are as follows. There are four rounds with one question per round. The points is awarded to the fighter with the best argument. The two fighters with the most points will advance to PvP. In the event of a tie, a tiebreaker round will commence in the form of quick bait and grunge quiz. 
down the phase. All right, so we start off with phase one, which is the introduction. So you're simply gonna state your answer. Then we go to phase two, where you, which is the declaration. So you make your argument. Each fighter is gonna have three minutes to make their argument. Then we go to phase three, which is the grudge, which is basically a free for all. Each fighter can attack the other fighter's arguments or of course continue to build up their own. You'll have five minutes total to do this. Um, next we go to phase four, which is where you're gonna basically make your closing argument. Um, the judge is gonna ask one question um, to help make his decision. You're only gonna have one minute to answer. And then you're gonna have to go to phase five, which is we're just gonna clean up, we're gonna fact check it, and we're gonna get the verdicts. Alright, good job. Alright guys, with that said, with that Okay, cool. Yeah, let's go. Woo! All right, here we go. Let's play this sick mont. Let's go ahead and play this sick ass montage. Question number one, which is what is what's the best music-based game? Um, so uh, Zach, what's your what, who you want to start? Or do you? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. All right, cool. All right, well, I'm gonna go ahead and start with um, I'm gonna start with the person I started off in the beginning, which is zero, and then we're gonna go. I'm going to go zero, Frisbee, I'm going to zero, Jinx, and then Frisbee. Frisbee. So zero, what is your answer? I chose Beatles Rock Band. All right. Jinx? I went with uh, the regular Rock Band. All right. Frisbee? Guitar Hero 3. All right. So zero, tell us why. Your answer is the best. Well, the old rock band did a lot in terms of showing us just not only how one of the most influential forces of music on the planet uh, brought together their sounds and their harmonies to make all the amazing songs we know and love, but it also improved on the rock band formula by making everything just seem 
easier to hit, it improved the controls, and made everything feel a lot more fluid. Like, I could, I've been playing a lot of rock band before Beatles Rock Band played out. When, when Beatles Rock Band play, came out and I tried it, I could tell that they, that everything just felt a lot smoother and they took their time with this to make sure they got everything right. Really, all I have. All right. Thanks. So I chose Rock Band because you know this game, not even just based solely on the music, but this game, you know, you were able to play guitars, drums. You know, you had all these different instruments. And also the music range goes from 1960s all the way to the 2000s. So there's like a, a wide range of different artists that you could choose from. And ultimately it just gave, you know, it was kind of like the very beginning to, you know, this franchise and just this game in general. And it just, it opened up a whole new level for a music-based game. That's all I really have. All right. Presby. All right. I'm going to start mine off with a quote from IGN, which is that they called Guitar Hero 3 their largest product launch ever, as it had a successful 1.5 million in its first week, which is one of the greatest that games have ever gotten. And the game itself was just a landmark. I mean, anybody says it's different from the first and the second one because just the style and the songs that they put on it were different and better. And, I mean, just the music, I'm going to have to read out some bands here. And it's not just to waste time, I promise. They're actual good bands that you'll hear and you'll be like, oh, yeah. Those were awesome bands. Let's start here. We've got Rage Against the Machine, Slipknot, Alice Cooper, Aerosmith, Weezer. These just throwing some out. Black Sabbath, Metallica, and then finally Tenacious D. A game that has Tenacious D. Can't argue with that. And that's all I got for now. All right. Man, the bell works well in here. All right, Cat, are you good? I can't wait. To watch y'all argue that. Me too. I can't wait. I really can't. like, you can't argue that? I'm like, I can't wait to watch you argue that, though. Me too. <laughs> I, really, going to. I really can't. I'm excited for this. Zach, are you ready? All right, I, I know. I'm counting in my head how many of those bands you've listened to. And yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. looking good. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. All right, guys. I'm going to ring this bell. We're trying to get this done really, really early. All right. Ring. Five minutes on the timer. All right, let's get ready. Let's go. Grudge. So I, I'm gonna start out by saying Guitar Hero 3. I have, sure, good game, but it was the last Guitar Hero where they actually stuck to the Guitar Hero formula before trying to copy Rock Band. That's a and fair even, point. And on top of that, yes, Tenacious D is a wonderful band. I love them so much. And it was a very good asset to that game, but the downside to Guitar Hero is uh, just the fact 
that it's it was strictly guitar, so you couldn't do the singing, the drums, or anything like that, like you could do on rock. See, that actually leads me into my point of if you're going to play rock band, you need more than one person. You can't play by yourself. It's not rock instrument. I mean, you can, but you might as well just be playing Guitar Hero if you're only playing the guitar. But yeah, what about those people that want to just play drums, that want to just sing? Sure, there, there were plenty of singing games, but there weren't many music-based drumming games. And not only that, the developers have gone on re record for Rock Band saying that if you're playing on hard or expert difficulty for Rock Band, you have officially learned how to play the drums IRL. If you play Beatles Rock Band on drums, you have to play as Ringo. Nobody wants to be Ringo. I love playing as Ringo, your point. Think about that. Ringo's one of the few, like, actually Ringo just recently passed, didn't he? Actually, then I can get into some more technical terms. So we started out here. Let me. Oh, yeah, Ringo and Paul are still alive. So, yeah. Rock band Beatles only sold 600,000 copies in its first week. Rock band itself, while touring, just as pretty good as uh, Guitar Hero, did not make as much money within its first week. Just showing that Guitar Hero made more money. So if you want to look at it through that way, the bigger sales, better game. I mean, yeah, you go based off of the bigger sales, but at the end of the day, people are going to get more tired of Guitar Hero because you are only limited to one instrument. You can only do the guitars. So you can buy Guitar Hero, play it for like, you know, a couple of months, but then you're so bored of it because it's all one instrument. Whereas for rock band, you have, you know, you can do the mic, the guitar, the drums. And also just to add on top of that, the original rock band on top of the music choices from, you know, 1960s to 2000s, you also had 45 bonus tracks on top of that. So you had more instruments and just such a wide variety of songs to choose from. And sales numbers don't exactly make a good game because, uh, there have been plenty of games that sold really high in their first week, but yet come to find out the expectations were set way above the bar and then were shot down by gameplay. So, it does sound like what I read with the Beatles, that it was a wildly disappointment game for what they were expecting. Depends on who you're reading it from. Everybody's opinionated. I don't know, do, do you get any, do you even get any other bands in the Beatles ones, or is it just the Beatles? Because I feel like that would get boring pretty quick. It's just the Beatles, sure, but the thing is, it's not just you going through and playing the Beatles songs, you're literally following the entire tour of their start to their separation. So from like the, you know, choices for the Beatles, it sounds fantastic, but at the end of the day, just being able to play that one band, it's going to just get tiring. You're going to get tired of hearing that same band. You're going to want to, you know, try playing along to different bands and their songs. And for all the conventions that I've been to where they've had rock band, the only songs I've heard played were the heavy metals. You mean the best ones? Not all heavy metals good. 
As for uh, as for Guitar uh, Hero 3, I do have one also glaring factor. The ball-crushing difficulty spike at the end of the game. I will, I will admit and give you that one. That that is raining blood. Can argue it. Raining blood followed by double went down to Georgia. Okay, guys, that is time. Okay, I don't know what the hit that was, but okay. uh, those were fucking minions. I'm guessing. Yeah. Not okay. It's you not should okay. be ashamed, but. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find one that wasn't like the crickets. Yeah. I was gonna say that sounded more like Attack of Angel Cucos. <laughs> Alright, um, so here we go. Um, so, I got a question, but I don't know if it's good. Zach, you got a question? You're, the, you're really like the music expert. Ooh. I, oh, wait, wait a minute. Kat, what you got, man? Well, I don't know if Zach has a better question, but I would want to know what their favorite song to play is. Yeah. That that's a good question. I, I I was gonna say that too. Zach, what you think? That's a good one. I mean, it's a good one. It wasn't what, what I was thinking, but it rarely is. Oh, 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 oh. I'm sorry, Cat. Can we hear what his? Yeah, no, of course. Like I said, yeah, 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 he yeah. probably has a better one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What would what would be yours? Mine would be what's the distinguishing feature that makes it different from the rest of its series. You, I think that's the better one. What do you think, Kat? See, I told you. He always comes up with the best <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. He comes up with the best crap. Yeah. Yeah. What the, what this industry featured, because this is the thing. It's like all of them are the same, and I just want to figure out, because when we picked cats, it really wouldn't sit on anything. Yeah, true. What is what distinguishing feature from your game, from your particular game, that makes it different from the others. Uh, so we're going to start with zero, Jinx, we're going to go with zero, then we're going to go with Jinx, and then Frisbee. So zero, you start. The one distinguishing feature of my game is the fact that a lot of people don't seem to realize just how rock and roll got a very good foothold over in America. And it's not, like I said, it's not just playing through the songs, as you go through this, you're getting pretty much an entire museum's worth of history for the band that pretty much changed the world of music, as I said before. Okay. Gotcha. Thanks. Um, my answer for that one is pretty basic. I mean, it's just the simple fact that this was like the very beginning it's just rock band it's not rock band two or three it's just rock band it it was the very beginning of a new era for a music game okay frisbee the greatest and largest product launch that ign one of the largest gaming companies has ever had and now, don't quote me on this because it might not be exactly right, but if I remember, the game was also rated with one of the top five highest grossing games of almost all time. Now, that's a Wikipedia fact, so I'm not going to take it as a 100% fact, but it's a good fact. 
I can't find exact words, but it is definitely one of the best uh, third-party selling games. Uh, there definitely have been drumming games bef before Rock Band existed. Okay. That existed, but they were not all in one form factor. I was going to get on uh, Jinx's case for, say, 1960s, but there is actually one 1960s song in Rock Band. <laughs> Uh, give me shelter by the Rolling Stones. Uh, <laughs> All right. But, uh, that, is All right. Only, that is the only one including the extended uh, downloads. Okay. Uh, seeing, guys, seeing that I have fought in the first episode of Gamer Grudge, I have, we have literally set this up to where for two votes gets you to win. So, All right. Cat, who you thought won? Mm, I would, I would have to go with Jinxie. Okay. Gotcha. Zach. Okay, this is really hard because there's what I believe objectively to be true, and then there's what was stated. Uh because objectively, I do think. Guitar Hero 3 is the best band of this bunch. But from what was stated, uh, I'd actually give it to uh, the Beatles. Uh, wow. Okay. On this one. Darn you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> so you put it, put it to me. Okay, guys. Uh, Zero, you said it brought together um, the sound. It was fluid. That was something that you said. Jinx, you said, Jinx, you said it's, um, you were able to play with different instruments. Um, and um, it, it just, you know, it was good. Um, fan, I mean, Frisbee, you said it's the most productive game. Um, it's styles. Um, it, you know, the stands are great. You did talk about Metallica. You did talk about Rage Against the Beat Machine. Uh, Tenacious D, that's a huge, huge, huge thing for me. Uh, things against it. Uh, Zero, you said Zero. They said no, nobody want to play Ringo. Technically, kind of true. Some people do, but I don't know. Uh, and um, they are right. Nobody. How many times you're going to have to play Yellow Submarine every time? So yeah. Uh, so <laughs> uh, the things that you said, you said it's literally how rock and roll started, and that's something. Um, James, you said um, the thing against it is um, it's more than you had to have more than one person to play it. But um, you dinged it with, you did counter that with, it has more variety. Um, and it was the beginning of a new era. Uh, the Things Against Your Sorcery was, um, it was the last great, uh, the Things Against It, it was the last our hero before Rock Band came out. Um, and then they also dinged you with the difficulty. And you said it was one of the best, greatest launches. Uh, for this frisbee, I have to eliminate you. They got you really, really hard, and you also agreed with them. So I got to eliminate you on this one. Um, so it came down between Zero and Jinx. Um, Zero, I like yours. Yours is a good one. But for this, I have to go with Jinx because it, it's more variety of the song. Because while I don't, I don't have nothing against the Beatles. I wouldn't mind playing it. 
it just feels like there's more variety with Jinx's game than yours. So I have to get Jinx's point. So Jinx, you get the first point. Thank you. Yeah. Woo! Uh, Chat was really rooting for you, Jinx. In I the mean, future, Frisbee, you should have brought up that you there was original content by guitarists that isn't anywhere else in the game because you go up against the legend of rock. So I, I was pretty taken aback by the the fact that Beatles followed their whole tour like accurately. Yeah. That kind of bounced me back and I had to reform a point around that. Alright. Um, so um Kat, what you're saying in the chat? Alright. So we actually have quite a few people. So we had Smokescreen stop by. Yeah. Um, he's, they said that they're going to be in and out for the stream. Um, James is here uh, supporting Jinx. So. Did they give any good answers? They did not, but they're all doing good. Oh, cool. Yeah. Actually, Max, really quick, my wife actually gave a good answer, but you know, she's not competing. Oh, what was her answer? Where's the love for DDR? <laughs> There isn't any. That's no. <laughs> All right. We love you. We love you. We love you, Wolfie. We love you. All right. Let's go to question number two, which is what is the worst Mortal Kombat Combat game? Jinx, you're going to go up by, by Frisbee, then zero. So, Frisbee, what is the worst Mortal Kombat game? Uh, Mortal Kombat 3. Ooh. Uh, Mac, I thought Jinx was supposed to go first. Yeah, Jinx. Oh, so, my bad. Jinx. Jinx was supposed to go Jinx. My bad. <laughs> now it's Jinx. Sorry. Jinx. Alright, so my answer is Mortal Kombat versus uh, DC Universe. Ooh. Zero? Uh, I actually chose Mortal Kombat Deception. Ooh. Alright, Jinx, tell us why Mortal Kombat versus, versus DC is the worst game. Um, and also, people, you may be upset. I don't care how upset you do. Show rage, because I love seeing rage, people. All right. Ringing the bell. Jinx, go at it. Okay, so the reason why I chose Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe is just the whole Mortal Kombat franchise is just basically, like, everybody loves it because of the gore in the game. And when they did DC Universe, they had to limit how much gore that was, you know, able to be shown in the games just because they had to make it a little bit more kid-friendly. That way, you know, younger people could play this. And so the people who do play this game for the gore, such as, like, teenagers and adults, they just ultimately around just didn't like it just because the gore had to go down. They didn't like the graphics. They didn't think that, you know, it matched up very well with the DC uh, characters and the normal Mortal Kombat characters. And just overall, it was just a fail of a game to be released. All right. Frisbee, tell us why Mortal Kombat 3 sucked balls. In 
tough choice for what Mortal Kombat fans would think because the game has widely good reviews. However, the game sucks from a, or suffers, it does suck, but it suffers from a very nasty series problem known as overratedness. Three coasted entirely on its success from game one and two with changing virtually nothing in the actual storyline that adds to it. And in fact, removing iconic characters such as Scorpion and changing um, some of their outfits, even uh, such as Sub-Zero's, his was terribly reviewed. And the game was just not perceived well in its time. And the combos to the fatalities, people were not happy. However, um, Mortal Kombat stands just fight the game, trying to say that it was good. But in reality, I cite the game as the main reason for the fails in the later series. And if this game would have had more time taken on it, done better, then the later games would have also probably been better. And we wouldn't have had future failures that really just shot down the series and kind of held it up, making it longer before it could continue. And just the game did not run well, and it was just a bad copy from the first one. That's all I got for now. Toasty! Okay, zero. So, Mortal Kombat Deception kind of falls within the same realm as Mortal Kombat 3. Actually had very good reviews across the board, but there was also a very lingering problem with it. It wasn't just overrated, but all of the controls felt very robotic. And for a fighting game, you can understand how robotic controls would be. Nothing was really be able to combo into each other. You couldn't effectively pull off enough uh, fatality to really get the adrenaline rush that you wanted to if nothing really worked together. And, um, uh, oh yeah, robotic controls can mean butt inputs, button inputs. And that is really the reason why I built the first Mortal Kombat. All right, Kat, are you ready? You can give me a thumbs up. Yes. All right, Zach. <clears throat> All right, let's go ahead and get started, people. Go ahead, I want to see blood ringing the bell now. So, so, go ahead, I went first last time. All right, Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Starting complaints, it's a DC game. Any person that buys that game expecting more blood and gore while knowing that it's also a comic book game, that's just kind of asking more for what you're going to get. Uh, yes, I understand that. But at the same time, you have, you know, people who are Mortal Kombat fans, but then you also have DC fans, and they want to be able to play, you know, Mortal Kombat with their favorite characters. But another complaint that was made about this game is just the fact that they made the controls way too easy. There was no challenge to this game. The gore went down. And overall, you know, the graph between the graphics, the controls, the attacks, 
and the gore levels, it was just a pointless game. And a lot of people also believe that it was released way too quickly based off of the controls and the graphics. I also want to point out that uh, if it weren't for Marvel vs. Uh, versus Mortal Kombat, NetherRealm wouldn't have had access to a DC Universe license to be able to do Injustice, which is widely considered one of the better DC-based fighting games from NetherRealm Studios. And to comment on your controls for Deception, from the sounds of your description, it sounds like you're suffering from relatively the same problems that Mortal Kombat 3 suffered from which was poor running mechanics, causing it to move around hard, along with over-complex combos that weren't in the first two games that got such good reviews from bad Mortal Kombat stands that they kept pushing them into further games because of this crappy game. Not only that, but, the way the, but it's also the way the models move because it was a 3D Mortal Kombat game that everything looked so rigid that it's like, did they even try? Because with robotic controls, it's not just, oh, hey, yeah, the controls are feeling really wonky, but it's also, that translates into the model movement as well. To go back a bit before too to what we were saying with the DC universe the game is easy and the controls are less complex because I feel like it's a game geared forwards more of children than teens and young adults like the previous games yeah and you know I get that it's just the fact that you know you're trying to basically in my views this game was just released as for a, a promotion for not only Mortal Kombat, but also for DC, and that they were just trying to get the sales out there, but between the graphics and the controls, the major fans that, you know, this game would have hit the target on spot on if they just made it a little bit more gory and did better graphics and better, you know, controls, it would have been a hit, but the game was just released too fast. It didn't really hit the audience that, you know, a, this type of game should have hit. And it just, it wasn't successful. It wasn't successful. Uh, I feel like they wouldn't be able to put that gore in there then because they would eliminate a good chunk of their children's demographic that they were trying to aim for with the DC comic uh, heroes. That is true, but they could have also possibly, you know, created a different part of the game for, you know, the younger age people who would be playing that, such as, like, you know, early teens or children. But they released it rated for teens, but it wasn't the game that teens were, you know, actually into that they would have actually enjoyed. It was more towards, you know, an audience that that game wasn't even rated for. Iconography means a lot, and it's more likely that it was released to try to catch parents' eyes that grew up with these characters. And it's like, oh, cool, this is something that can get me and my kid involved in games together. 
Now, to go on Mortal Kombat 3 for a second, because I can tell it hasn't been touched, Mortal Kombat 3, while it's suffering from overrating... Sorry, I don't have a bell. It's okay, it's okay. Um... So lucky for him. All right. Well. All right. Whew, this is good. Um. I'll sleep. you got a um. You got a. Got a question? Mm, I don't this round because I never played Mortal Kombat. What? I don't know what a good question would be for this round. All right, Zach. I, I'm gonna let you go with this. Okay. Um. My question is, um, we heard a lot of the controls and everything. Um, I wanted, I want you to tell, tell me one good thing about, tell me one good thing about each of your games, each of the, of the other person's games. One good thing about the other person's games. That makes, is that a good one, Zach? I mean, it works for me. Okay. So, Jinx, tell me one, tell me some good things about, uh, Mortal Kombat 3 and Mortal Kombat Deception. Um, for Deception, I want to say that, you know, it was a little bit more, it might have been like a little bit more complicated, but it definitely threw some interest into the game. Um, and for Combat 3, the I for me, in my personal opinion, I believe that the fatalities in that game was just, like, it was spot on. I think that the fatalities were probably the number one um, thing that caught people's attention when it came to that game. <coughs> All right. Um... Here's me. Tell me one good thing about DC versus Mortal Kombat and Deception. Well, to start, I'm going to have to be honest. I've never played Deception, so I don't really know what some awesome things would be about it. But it's this, only the sixth installment, so it had to be pretty good for them to be able to keep themselves going. However, I do have to offer a huge thanks to Zero and to Mortal Kombat DC because I learned today that DC versus Mortal Kombat was why I can thank for the uh, miracle that is Injustice. So that right there. Thank you, Mortal Kombat versus DC. Bravo. <laughs> Zero. Uh, for Mortal Kombat 3, I'm... One, one of the good things I thought about it is that, it, sure, they removed a lot of iconic characters, but they, they, they did experiment, and experimentation is what does drive a series forward. If you don't experiment, you don't know what works, what doesn't, you get stagnated. As, as for uh, DC versus Mortal Kombat, if I could be real here, I may not be a huge comic book fan, but for some, but for some, uh, for some of my characters, it's like, where else are you going to be able to put Scorpion against the Flash or, or Superman versus Sub Zero? 
the, like the fatalities were, were horrendous, but just the mashup itself was something to be praised about. I gotcha. The cyber that, ninjas in the third game were wildly popular. <laughs> that facts. Um, fact, I want to make sure people are realizing he's talking about Mortal Kombat 3, not Ultimate, Ultimate Mortal Kombat 3, as those are two very different games. Sorry. Uh, one has, uh, Ultimate is a retooled and much better version. That was part of my argument, actually, in the beginning, was that they had to make a whole another game because of how garbage it was. Um, I would like to say all of these rated pretty much equally, though. Like, overall, like, right. scored pretty much the same, which right. is kind of interesting to me. Um, honestly, there's only one real answer, and that's Special Forces, but nobody remembered that game existed. Um, Probably for good reason. But if you want worst. Good point. There. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say, like, no, 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 no. Something that was disease great version of Metal Gear, seriously? Yeah, no. Um, All right. uh, but other than that, it's like, I think everybody hit on the hit on the correct points. I mean, controls were not good in any of these, but it still was pretty much all rated at the 75-80 mark on mo from most publications. So I guess it's uh, a lot of this is which style of Mortal Kombat you hate playing the most? <laughs> you know? Gotcha. So. Um, is that what you thought one? I mean, from from the arguments, I I think I think frisbee won. Uh, Maybe it's because last time I heard way too many arguments about against MK versus DC that it's like, I get it, it's a stupid concept. Kind of retread by now. Um, also, I mean, it doesn't look like the game played bad. It was just kind of just stupid. Gotcha. Just, and yes, it's an incredibly stupid game. Right. Uh, Deception. I played Deception. That is a bad game, but it did give us the puzzle fighter aspect. Gotcha. But that's about it. <laughs> Alright. But those are positives I can't give MK3, the original. <laughs> so. Kat, who you thought one? I'm gonna have to go with Frisbee too. Alright, alright, alright. Alright, um, Frisbee, you get the point. No, no, Mac, what's your opinion? Well, my opinion I'm going to go quick with this. I, I'm with y'all. I really think, I, at first, when I first heard this, I thought Jinx had this, but they literally hammered her, and they clipped her out the game, because once they brought up Injustice, she lost. I'm sorry, Jinx. Once they brought that up, you lost. Yeah, um, I was trying my hardest. I was trying so bad. <laughs> once they brought up Injustice, and then um, Zero, uh, they, you were talking about the control problems, and then Frisbee just like went back and said, that's the same problems I have. And I was like, well, that's basically, so I started thinking like, that's the first one. So that means his whole art, and then it goes back to the argument of saying, you know, 
just started the crap that started these other crappy games. So if you're arguing about controls, it happened in his. So basically that was about that argument. And um, yeah, yeah, his, nobody really tackled his argument. Nobody tackled him, so. I was about to, but in time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. watching that time and I was like, come on, clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were not attacking him at all, so I had to get this across you. So that's my opinion. All right. Cat, what yes. you saying in the chat? Um, chat has gone dark. Right. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, they're, maybe they are getting tequila. <laughs> people are eating. Yeah, yeah people are eating, too. So you might be watching it eating at the same time. All right. Yeah. All right, let's go. Question number three, because we're trying to hurry this up, people. All right. Y'all continue without me real quick. I have to run to the bathroom. All right, go ahead, go ahead. All right, Zach, question number three is, what is the worst of beat em up game? So this time we're gonna go Frisbee, then Zero, then Jinx. So Frisbee, what is your answer? The Crow, City of Angels. Wow, deja vu, I did this in an episode. Um. Zero. Uh, I chose Mortal Kombat Sub Zero. And before you say it, yes, it is a beat em up. James? I... What, what, zero? What, what, what's that? It, it is a beat em up, technically. All right, James? Guardians of the Hood. Guardians of the Hood. All right. I have never heard of so <laughs> We're gonna learn about Guardians of the Hood today. All right, um, all right, Frisbee. Um, all right, Frisbee. You have the time. We have the time. Um, Marina Bell, and you may go at it. All right, The Crow, City of Angels. The only people who actually recognize the name know how terrible this game is. This game got a 1.0 out of 10 by IGN and a 3.9 out of 10 by GamerSpot. It, it was included among the 100 worst games of all time by GamerRadar in 2014. From problems from poor collision detection to a delay in the movement when you're moving your screen, the game was made what was supposed to be a slightly difficult game into a next near impossible game because the bosses and fighters were so hard to beat because you were always basically lagging and missing the opponents with all the problems with the game. I will admit that the game was positive with its 3D rendered uh, map on the 2D background. That was really big back then. So that was huge. However, that stands up nothing compared to the delay and the problems that stacked from this game. All right. Zero. So Mortal Kombat Mythology Sub-Zero, as I really should call by its whole title. Um, you're taking the Mortal Kombat formula and turning it into a side-scrolling 2D action-adventure beat-em-up game. Why are you doing that? Not only did it already upset fans who 
as you can tell from the previous uh, question, were very much in hot debate of what was good, what was not for Mortal Kombat, but this was just one level of experimentation that they just did not need to take. As much as I said prior that experimentation revitalized the franchise, this is just one venture they did not need to go on. All right, should not have happened. All right, Jinx. All right, so for Guardians of the Hood, the graphics were very bland and the game was extremely laggy to where you could try attacking your opponent and you'd be lucky to hit your opponent after six, seven attempts. The background music just did not match the game. There wasn't much options for the game. It was just overall laggy, awful graphics, awful gameplay, and it was just a game that should have never been released. It was never successful. It went right down the drain. Right. The gameplay sucked. All right. Um, I'm gonna, all right, Kat, are you ready? All right, Zach, are you ready? All right, I'm gonna ring the bell. You may go at it. Let's go. Though Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero did not get very well reception, it did not kill the franchise. The game was allowed to continue moving, or the game's up. Even if they ditched the platform, the game, the whole company itself was still allowed to exist and keep going. It was also one of their worst-selling titles. Like, Shaolin Monks sold better than Sub-Zero. Yes, it might have been an awful game, but it wasn't so bad that it would have done anything harmful to the whole franchise. And overall, you know, the controls on that game were not that bad. And even though it was the, one of the worst BM-up games, it was only one of the worst BM-up games when it came to Mortal Kombat, not all the other BM-up games that you find on PC, uh, actual consoles or at the arcade and as for city of angels yeah the controls were laggy and it was graphically it was a bad game but city of angels it had a storyline and as long as you paid actual attention and you know read the subtitles you were actually able to go through the storyline and complete the game as for Guardians of the Hood, you, could, you couldn't even attack your opponent. It was uh, extremely laggy, just, and the controls were straight up awful. You would hit the controls to do one thing, and then the game would have you do a complete different other thing while lagging you completely, almost to the point where you would lag out of the game 100%. Was it included in the 100 worst games of all time, though? And I get that it was included in the 100 worst games of all time. But at the end of the day, you know, the, really the only thing bad about Guard, or City of Angels is really just the graphics, and it was a little bit hard to actually hear the storyline. Well, no, but there was an extreme delay in the game. Now, I, I do have to... Call you uh, question and call you out there, Frisbee, for a second. Because it's like, 
the 100 worst games of all time, sure, but if you're so bad that you're forgotten, doesn't that technically unquestionably give you a title as one of the worst games of all time? Because I'm probably sure out of all of us, maybe outside of Mac, because he has enough time to do research for this or whatever he's working on, Jinxie's the only one that I think probably knows of this game. Of mine or of uh, out, out of like out of, out of all of us here, between both of your titles. Because yeah, I've never heard of Guardians of the Hood either. Mine's based yeah, it, off of a movie, which also only a, got a rotten scores of thirteen percent. Yeah, really, the only reason why City of Angels really had any popularity was because it was based off of the movie. That's what made Terrible that. Movie. That's what gave that game you know, a popular eye for it. As for my game, you know, it it was known when it got released. It wasn't well known, but that game single-handedly shut down any game moving past that, like possibly a Guardians of the Hood 2 or anything. The game was so bad that they didn't make any profits off of this game, and they ended up not even being able to turn this into a series of games. It just got shut down because everybody just hated it so badly. Y'all still got 43 seconds. It sounds like we both suffered from our games having a problem of just a delay in the actions of the characters and a hard time actually landing hits and mocking and hitting characters because yeah it crap games back then i guess yeah most definitely i mean the plus side about city of angels is that it gave the audience the opportunity to play as the crow as if it was going through the movie and that is just an awesome bonus to have with that kind of game. And all they really If it's interesting, is- though, The Crow only got a 13%. It's not a good Time. movie. How dare you talk about The Crow? Okay, um... Of course he would like it. Yeah, it's a good movie. Um, Zach... Like he- <laughs> Zach, you got any facts? Oh, not facts. Uh, um, you got any, um, you got a question a minute. Uh, I was going to say, I can already guarantee the first words out of these two guys' mouth. So when I hear it, just expect me to nod. that <laughs> got a question? Uh, I do not. Uh, I do want to make sure we realize we're talking about the sequel to the original Crow, City of Angels. Not the original Crow. Yeah, the sequel sucked. But the original sequel sucked. Was, Very yeah, the, original. the original one, while it has its flaws... It's still a fun movie. Yeah, the Crow was good. Okay, I thought you meant The Crow. No, okay. The Crow, I should have specified because yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I assumed yeah. it was in the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The I, I thought... Crow was definitely Yeah, The Crow was awesome. Just, Lee was good. Brandon, Brandon Lee was awesome. May he rest in peace. Kat, uh, you got a question? No, but I would like to point out something real quick if I can. Mm-hmm. That just because you're on a top 100 list does not mean anything. Because someone decided to name Taco Bell best Mexican food. 
Why do you think I questioned the notion of him, you know, the list entirely? Because it's like if you're <coughs> to the point of a list, of any form of list, doesn't that automatically just give you that title immediately? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, maybe it's proportionate to how high you are. <laughs> I mean, then the, then the list might make sense. Yeah, right. I tried for a while to find it, but it was kind of Probably all right. everything. All right, let's try not. Me. All right, let's try not to stay on this too long. Um, so question. My question is. Um, I guess I had to get the question. Um, what? Um, gosh. Um. All right. Um, what was? So tell me. What did you feel like your beat em up was trying to be like? What game was your beat em up trying to be like? And tell me why it failed at trying to be like that beat em up. Is that, is that good? Is that? I'm curious if they actually know. Yeah, I'm curious. So, what, what beat em up was your game trying to be like and why did it fail? Are we starting with me? Mm hmm. All right. Um, to be honest, I don't know what if it actually is based off of one specifically more off of just based off of what the movie was trying to be. So, but I think it, it failed mainly in the um, how the game operated. The character had trouble moving, trouble hitting, trouble being accurate with the shifting camera angles constantly moving on you. And it was just an overall flop. It's right. like the movie. All right. All right. Zero. Um, at least in Mortal Kombat's case, it wasn't actually trying to, it was trying to expand the, the universe and trying to kind of go off in its own direction. But if I had to link the, like to reword the question, if I had to link the closest style beat em up within the same way, probably that old. Then yes, Batman beat him up. Okay, Batman beat him up. And why did it fail? Zero, are you there? I think he's frozen. Same. Okay. Yeah, well, that or he's really good at not blinking. Yeah, he isn't. All right, we'll, we'll come back to him. Uh, Jinx. I want to say that Guardians of the Hood was, I feel like they were trying to relate to Mortal Kombat, like not exactly be like Mortal Kombat, but it was trying to relate, just taking away the gruesome um, part, the, gr the gruesome graphics and just trying to take away how, um, how serious the attacks were. But it ultimately failed because the game was rushed, the graphics were bland, the controls were just overall awful, it was super laggy, um, and yeah, it just overall the game was rushed while being released. Alright. Um, we evolved zero, but he'll be right back, people. Uh, Zach Fax. Uh, fact, 
from what I'm gathering, Guardians of the Hood was trying to capitalize on Pit Fighter, which is already a really bad sign. Yeah. Um, if if anyone remembers that atrocity. Um, uh, yeah, everything turns gray. <laughs> yeah, mythologies uh, did lead us into getting Shaolin Monks, which is actually a somewhat decent game. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't say very much about City Angels that isn't already known and that James Rolfe hasn't screamed at the top screamed of his lungs. lungs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so... Honestly, I'm going to have to go with Guardians of the Hood just because this looks like a train wreck <laughs> on every level. Cat? Um, I'm going to have to go with Frisbee. Ooh, okay. All right, let's figure out this. Uh, so, Crow City of Angels, it has its poor control, its delay, it was an impossible game. Um, Zero said uh, it was taking the Mortal Kombat and um, you know it's it's not letting it do it's um it's taking the format and messing it up is something that should not have happened. Um, Jinx, uh, it the, the graphics were bland. Um, the background music sucked, and the gameplay was terrible. Um, the things against it. Okay. No, 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 it's okay, man. Um, th- thanks against it. Um, at Risby, he said it has a great storyline. If you look into it, that's something good against it. Um, it did not kill the franchise at zero. Um, um, and uh, yeah, John didn't really attack Jinx. She just literally just kept pounding more stuff about it. She actually actually had to say that it was so bad that it shut down the franchise. So that's never heard of it. Yeah, true. Good and choice. that's the point that Joyce does. That's the reason why there is a franchise. You never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so going off of this and seeing that y'all did not attack. Not only did y'all not attach him, she actually literally literally came back at y'all and just like kept hitting you. Um, I gotta go with Jinx as well. Um, her her I, I mean, I don't even have I looked at a picture of it, it looked terrible, but I wanted to hear the argument. And yeah, the way she described it, it's a piece of chunk. So yeah, Jinx, you got two. All right. And it's the only beat em up Atari ever attempted to make. <laughs> All right, so Jinx has two, Frisbee has one, zero. You need this one point to go to um, bring, bring a tiebreaker down. All right, but luckily it's a doozy. So we're going to go back to the original order, which was zero, zero Jinx. Zero Jinx Frisbee. Frisbee. All right. Zach, what is the last question? Do you want to read it? You want to read it, Zach? No, I'm good. I want to see how you 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 make it sound. Okay. So, in honor of it, chapter two, um, we want to know. Uh, we want you to recast Pennywise with a gang character in the next remake of it. So we want to know. Basically, we want to know uh, which one of these, which one of your gameplay characters can make kids float, because they all float down here. 
Yes, they are flipped. Okay, so zero. I chose Albino Piazzolla from Vino Saga. Okay. Jinx. I chose Chris Walker from uh, Outlast. Damn. Um, damn. Um, so, uh, was we? I chose the Scarecrow from the Arkham series. Fuck. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> All right, here we go. Okay. Uh, so, um, here we go. Um, last question. Zero, tell us why your answer is the best. Well, consider the basic premise of it is that Pennywise is something that shifts into your greatest fear at the time, be it the fear of death, fear of spiders, fear of whatever you may have. What you have to really define fear, and I, and not only that, but fear in and of itself is immortal and unfeeling, and that exactly is what that those feelings, those are what exactly link my character to potentially being the the best recap. Albedo is immortal. You know, despite the, the uh, limitations of an RPG, but story-wise, he is considered immortal, and he is nihilistic to the feeling of he enjoys the pain and suffering of others. He literally just there is so much that he does from rushing his hand into somebody's body. To get a reaction out of them because you know saga physics don't, don't ask i only know the character from like reviews and what i've read he has decapitated himself blown off his own head all to get a reaction out of you and all just for the sickness of making himself laugh All because he is immortal, like feeling fear. Okay. That's it? Mm -hmm. All right. Jinx, tell us why Chris Walker is so, what make the most, make, why would Chris Walker make the I, most fucked up it ever? <laughs> I chose Chris Walker because, one, Outlast, it has become very well known within the past couple of years. Also, Chris Walker, he's not the, like, main character of this game, but you see him the most, and I can't remember his exact height, but he's, like, close to seven foot tall, and he's ex-military that went psycho, and the most terrifying thing is having somebody who's almost seven foot tall, big, used to be in the military that went psycho, that traps people and tortures them because like in the game as soon as chris walker finds you as, unless you are super fast and unless you can find different ways to maneuver him he will get you and he will kill you and it's just it's so gruesome it's you know it's terrifying and i think it would make a perfect fit for it time okay since Chris Walker finds you, you're dead. Okay. 
Frisbee. Tell us why Scarecrow will make a good hit. I chose Scarecrow because mainly based off of the rules of it uses your greatest fear to ripen you up, to get you ready for he eats you or sucks out your, whatever. Um, so the Scarecrow does the same thing with his abilities and, well, not his abilities, but what he does with his powers, at, well, what he makes. And the kids aren't the only one who are on the menu with the Scarecrow either. The whole point of it with the kids was he just couldn't scare the adults anymore because they didn't have that level of fear. Well, Scarecrow's venom or poison makes you feel that fear. You don't get to resist it. You feel it. Even Batman had to fight his biggest fears in it. And Batman has one of the greatest wills in the DC universe. And I mean, he's a psychiatrist, so he can hide amongst anybody. He can get a job at the school, at a hospital. He can lie his way into things. He's very charismatic. He can get close to all these people and use his drugs without ever getting caught, especially in a small town with no super detective to come track you down. Thank okay. you. All right, all right, everybody ready? Cat? Let's go. All right, Zach? Let's do this. Go ahead, you got time? Let's go ahead and do this, people. Last round. Okay, so the issue with Scarecrow is that basically from the way that you described it, it's just your normal psychopath. The only difference is, is that he's able to go after adults, but the only way that he can go after adults is by using his venom to put fear in them. As for with Chris Walker, he doesn't need any powers or anything along that lines to terrify you. He's, you know, you got this huge ex-military person who went completely psycho, went off the walls. You know, he would be able to terrify anybody and, you know, he would be capable of doing a very gruesome and painful death, which would be ultimately terrifying for anybody who came across in his path. Chris Walker, and uh, if I could say, the problem being with Chris Walker is sure he's ex-military, sure he went psycho, but he went psycho due to demonic uh, possession. If you've seen any Let's Plays about last all the way through, the entire problem with that ward is that it's overcome with demonic energy and possession. Yes, it's you are correct. And, you know, with the demonic possession, that just adds to the fact that he is ultimately terrifying. But Let's not forget the fact that Chris Walker is a seven-foot mutilated monster. He's not somebody who could get around, especially a small town, without being noticed. The first sight of him, and you got the National Guard coming on you in a matter of hours, they are not going to let you get away. You get one person, and you're done. They're going to find you. You're seven-foot monster. You can't hide. The Scarecrow is a normal guy who looks just like everybody else, a trusted member of the community. You're not going to accuse that person of killing little kids and other people. See, and that's the issue, though, is because in a small town, you know, everybody does not pass off as a murderer. Nobody passes off as a psychopath. So basically going with the scarecrow, you're just going with the average psychopath. That's just 
you know, it'll be a little bit more of an investigation. Yes, Chris Walker is seven foot tall, but at the same time, you know, he moves very quickly, especially for somebody his size, and he can be very intimidating. He's also so not, mutilated. Yes, he would he never is. Get, he would be never hidden. Any person that saw him would instantly know that he is a bad guy. That is who is doing this. Yes, and that is true. But at the same time, you know, as long as there's a set plan, he would be able to abduct these people before, you know, and anybody who would spot him, if he noticed I, that he got spotted, he would just go after them because uh, one look at this guy and it's sheer terror. And for many people, once you are in sheer terror, you can't move. You're practically paralyzed. A fighter jet does not feel sheer terror. Because you, you, can, you can call the military in on this guy. That's, that's what I keep bringing up. He's a mutilated human being who cannot hide himself. Yes, he is scary. Yes, he's big. He has abnormal human abilities. He can still be killed and found very easily. The military's coming in with drones, helicopters, tanks. You're going to get found and killed. I don't care how tough you are. The, those soldiers are going to track you down. Yes, and the, the point, the issue with your argument is if somebody is capable of getting away from him after spotting him and being able to get a hold of the authorities. And as for Zero's argument, he's going based off of that this person is immortal, which, okay, he's immortal, but at the same time, you know, it doesn't really, all it, all that power really does is to give him the ability to continue the terrorism only if he survives you know, only as long as he doesn't get caught, because not every time does a psychopath such as, the, you know, these answers results in death. As an immortal, they can find ways of locking him away so he can get away from these people or, you know, whatever. And as for that person, it's just a simple terror game, but as soon as he's caught, he's caught. Well, thing is, is that because we're using these characters to recast Pennywise, Pennywise doesn't actually eat these children or people. Sure, he, he paralyzes them full body, wraps them in a cocoon, but like if we're going back on the, old, the whole thing, like the old movie, but when he does, to finish, if I can quickly finish. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. One minute, one, one, go ahead. He feeds off of their fears. That's what gives him power. Okay, cool, cool. We're going by the book. Because if you saw it, chapter two, he does more than that. Okay, so um, I think I got a question, but I want to see if y'all think it's good. Okay. Um, so we all know the beginning. We all know how it begins. Georgie's going down with this boat. Um, I want to know... In in their voice, how would they present themselves as Pennywise that Dean Sinclair to Georgie? How would they get Georgie to put his dad blame hand, which I still today don't know how dumb this kid is and don't know what stranger danger is, put his hand in this drain and get his arm bitten off, get his arm bitten off and taken by Pennywise. So I want to know about that. What y'all think? I think that's a good question. Zach? 
I mean, yeah, that'll that'll work for these purposes. Yeah. Zero. Starting with you. So Albedo is really sophisticated in his method. Sure, he's nihilistic, but he tries to keep himself with a bit of elegant, elegant flair. So more than likely, what he would be doing is he would. It would almost be he'd be doing doing the same thing. It would just he'd be coaxing that child along uh, <coughs> to stick his arm down the drain. But the mannerism, like it, it wouldn't like it wouldn't be. We they all float down here. It would. He would be using a lot more elegant elegant words, like you know, coming down here. You'll feel like you'll you'll be flying all the time. Hmm. Okay. Elegant words. Okay, I like that. All right, uh, Jinx. Um, for me, you know, in the beginning of the movie when Georgie loses his boat in the sewer, he instantly runs up to the sewer trying to find his boat. And then that's when Pennywise, you know, shows his appearance. And, you know, sewers are extremely dark. So when you look in them, unless it's broad daylight, it's kind of hard to see down there. So I feel like for Chris Walker, it would be more of a waiting until the boat comes and then like staying hidden in the shadows and then just showing the boat just visible to where Georgie thinks that he has a chance to grab it. And as soon as he goes and grabs it, Chris Walker just grabs him and then yanks him down. Um, the scarecrow is a normal person. He doesn't have abnormal features or is normally large. He would just act very scared and like he needs help. And I'm guessing normal childhood mentality would try to be like, oh, okay, I will help you. And then he'd just be like, nope, grab. Okay. Um, so like the original movie. Gotcha. Zach Pax. Uh, I mean, it really, it really depends on whether you want me to really go into what it is or not here. We don't got time. Because <laughs> it, it, all I can say is it requires fear. Right. It's not a, it's not a thing that's optional. Ambushes don't work for it. Mm -hmm. Sneak attacks don't work for it. It's it's it it is it needs the fear. It's it's a requirement here. Uh, I will also say that an alias for Chris Walking Walker is apparently just big fucking guy. That's weird. I would also contest the use of nihilism, but I'm not sure if you go with active or passive nihilism. That's a whole other kettle of fish for for the Xenosaga series. Um, All right. And Scarecrow. Yeah, I mean Scarecrow. He, he'd make the fear happen. Yeah. yeah. Who you thought was that? I mean, I, I'm going to have to go with Scarecrow just because he seems like the most capable of that job. Okay. All right. Scare the living bejesus and take the stuff. Yeah, that's exactly what he does. 
He, I mean, yeah, one of them is too, a giant guy who, yeah, you're right, he couldn't get through these situations. And the other one, he kind of, honestly, he doesn't seem that bad to me. Maybe it's because I haven't played the game, but he sounds almost like Deadpool has done similar things to him. So I don't know. <laughs> That's okay. all I could think of was the suicide thing was that Deadpool did that in an issue. <laughs> all right. So, Chat, Chat, who you thought won? Uh, I'm thinking Frisbee. All right. All right. Well, I, I, my vote doesn't matter. Uh, Frisbee, you get that last point. Zero. I would have voted for you. Um, I thought your answer was pretty interesting. I couldn't attack you in the round because I honestly didn't know how to attack an immortal. Yeah, yeah, but um, Jinx did, and he did a good job. She did bring up a good point. You can just yeah, trap yeah. him. Yeah, trap him, and it's not going to be fun, and he'd just be immortal. Um, so, Zero, um, I know you got to go within 10 minutes, so you want to go ahead and plug right now just in case you got to leave before we do? Um, for some of you, you know, you find me hanging out in the background for these guys, but... uh. Really, most of my most of my time is spent trying to get everything set up to make a grand return to Twitch. All right. And, uh, I mean, if need be, I can at least pull, I can at least pull up on uh on something else, be able to at least uh, help you from like the chat room or something. All right. <laughs> all right. So, all right. So, um, here Later. we go. Huh? Later, everyone. Yeah. No, you can stay if you want. Um, uh, you, you well, got yeah, if we got if we move this quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you gotta go, you gotta go. That's the reason I plugged you. So Well uh, I got nine minutes, so gotta go. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So uh so here we go. Let's go ahead and get the PvP up. Here's the rules for the PvP. Okay, both nice. of the fighters will be asked, um will be asked the same question from one um um from one of the um hosts that's the host me or the fact checker um each fighter will be giving um one minute to present their argument and um you know as well um and it's one minute to rebut the host shall the host shall then render their verdict so each of us will give a vote it's basically the same way but the only problem is it's going to be um a big a mystery fight um, the fighter with the most points, or via the coin flip, which is going to happen, will get the will get to choose between going either going first or get picking the person that's me or the two co-hosts the question. All right, Zach, you got your coin ready? Yep, Zach. Yeah. All right, Frisbee, Jinx, we're ready. Yeah. yeah. All right, Zach, flip that coin. Call him there. Tails. It is Tails. All right. Frisbee, you get to choose one, either one of us on the panel, or you can go first, or you can choose either to go first or last. I guess I'll choose to go last. All right. Jinx, you get to pick who do you want to give the question. Um, cat. All right, cat. You know the deal. You have to. You have to give them the prompt before you give them the question. All right. Um. 
All right, name a Hmm, trying to think. Name a video game developer. All right, so y'all have your answers? Do you mean like a specific person or like a franchise? Like a company. Do we both need an answer? Yes. Yes. Okay, okay. I have an answer. All right, go ahead. Give it out. Rockstar. Bethesda. All right. All right. <sighs> now I have to think of... I've never done this question before, so I didn't have one prepared, but I want to think of a really hard one like Mac and Zach always come up with. Nobody mm. picks me ever. I don't All come right. up with hard ones. I literally read the crap off my floor. Oh. <laughs> I have them prepared. Okay. So. I don't know. What would be a good... This is... I am terrible at coming up with questions. All right. Um, so. Uh, how do I want to put this? Sorry. Um, come up with a... Um, uh, what's the kind of game? Like a, uh, now I'm forgetting what it's called, but basically those, uh, story mode games, I guess, like the chapters. RPG? Yeah, we'll go with that. Um, I think you're thinking visual novel. Yeah. Yes, visual novel. That's what it was. Tales of Borderlands and stuff. Yeah, sorry. Um, so yeah, come up with a game made by your company that is a visual novel. All right. right, Jinx, you get to go. Remember, Jinx, you're first, and then Frisbee. So, Jinx, um, we, all right. Um, Kat, you got the time? Uh, how much on the timer? I think it was one minute, right? One minute? One minute, okay. No, no, Zach, is that right? It should be, yeah. Okay, one minute. All right, one minute, starting now. I'm going to allow one of them, but I chose Rockstar, and I want to say um, I'm going, I'm trying not to go with Grand Theft Auto. Um, again, the storyline is very, it's a very productive game. The graphics have pretty much always been spot on for what people want. Uh, then they came out with Grand Theft Auto 5 that allowed you to interact with other gamers. Um, overall, this franchise has been really successful for having for the storyline, being able to do it first person, uh, being able to make pretty much your own rules in this game, and just overall, just it's always been successful. Um, there's not really much that anybody can really complain about on the game, except for, you know, a few little things that they wish would be added to the game. Alright, so Bethesda, only two big names in there, and everybody knows them. And I'm going to have to go with one over the other, and that's Fallout. Because
because I would love a comic story driven game about all the different fallout all of the different fallout shelters that existed and the stories that happened with people in them. Because as much as I'd love something for Skyrim or just the Elder Scrolls in general, that's way too massive of a timeline to tackle, and I don't want to choose bits and pieces. Whereas then with Fallout, you can really go with the games and get in depth with them, because there's not much time frame as compared to with Skyrim advancing as the Fallout storyline, and it would just be a Okay. So as for as for Fallout, it's it's pretty good. I know that you know late as of the most recent Fallout games have gone downhill a little bit, but still heavy, strong going. Um, but as for Fallout, I just feel like the only issue with it is that they keep trying to drag it on as long as possible. And it's just starting to become like an overrated game that people are just getting tired of. Alright. Frisbee. Alright. Um, I mean, Grand Theft Auto. Solid game, solid stuff. For killing people, that's about it. That's what the game is. You know, doing missions, killing people, and trying to get through them. There's not really much action in these games. They're all story-based. And as much as I don't want to defame my love for Grand Theft Auto, it's not really a story-based game. It is an action-based game with how you play it, and how you're driving, and the guns, and vehicles, whereas in Fallout, there's an actual story that they can put in there, you know? Alright. Cam! I'm gonna let Cat go last. Oh no, let's go with Cat first. Cat, who you talking about? I personally like Frisbee's answer. Alright, alright, all right. so Frisbee, Frisbee gets your vote. Zach? I'm gonna have to go with Frisbee too, but mostly because you were so close. If you said bully, a bully art, like visual novel, I would have gone for that. Yeah. Um, Jinx, I'm sorry. I might have to go with Frisbee as well. It's just things that line up. I think you chose the wrong Rockstar game. I mean, you could have chose, like I said, Zach's right. If you chose Bully, you probably would have got a good answer. <laughs> bully, Max Payne. Max Payne. Um, heck, I mean, rare, I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, my issue with that one is, is that, like, I I don't have a whole lot of knowledge on Rockstar. I mean, right. Grand Theft Auto was the first one that came to mind. If you would have Red, heck, you could, you could have chose Red Dead Redemption. That probably would have been a good one, too. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, it was an on-the-spot answer. I didn't really think it too through, yeah. too much through, so. That's, That's what why I always fail that question. This, that's what the PvP is. It's just, it's a test everybody's might. All right, well, with that said, people. Congratulations. You will be 
you will be going to the semi. You are going vir virtual handshake. <laughs> Can, oh, is this she virtual handshake? <laughs> Cause we're respectful people, Mac. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm a good guy. I'm a good guy. All right. Well, um, first bit, huh? I gotta go. All right, see you, see cat, cat, cat. Also, cat, see you, see you. Sorry, we'll get, we'll get her like, we'll give her a pokes. You're good. Bye, guys. Uh, yeah. good. Bye. Congrats again, guys. Good fighting. Mm -hmm. Cat's gone, people. Uh, but first, B, you are going to the semifinals, and you will be facing, um, you will be facing Gareth on October twenty-first. Just know he. Okay. Weird British shit. Weird yes. British shit. I will mark that down. All right. So October twenty third first. It's gonna be Frisbee versus Gareth. Gareth, if you're watching in the UK, this is your challenger for the belt. And if you win that fight, you will be going against Eric Osaker for his for the title for the belt, the Gamer Grudge belt. You do not want to give that away. I promise you, if you don't want to give that crap away. Um, but, uh, let's go ahead and get the plugs. Uh, Zero, we already plugged you. <laughs> you gotta go. I know, I know, man. Well, See you. not only that, but if I could say one thing, which is, well, that question was, take your developer and, uh, how would they design their own visual novel? But that's just me. Anyway. All right. All right. We'll Go see you. Later. See you. Um, all right. Well, so let's get the plugs. Jinx, what you got to plug? What? What you got to plug? Plugs your channel, everything. Oh, um, you can catch me on Twitch at twitch.tv/jinxygaming. Um, I typically play Apex, Black Ops Four. Um, I'm I'm also going to be on the new Modern Warfare when that comes out next month, so you can definitely catch me up on there. If you are on Xbox, you can get me at XGC Jinx. Um, and other than that, it was a really good. I had a really good time tonight. Congratulations, Frisbee. But just know I'm coming after you for redemption one day. Oh, oh so you're coming. a tough one. I want that rematch. Oh, 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 don't worry. I'm coming don't worry. after you, man. So, so hold on. So, so Jinx, you're telling me you want to come back on an episode of Gamer Grudge? Let's go. All right, well, all right, all right. Well, get, guess what, people? She that means she just said she'll be back for season six. So we got one. Come, we got some people coming back. So we're definitely putting you on the roster for season six. Awesome. All right, Frisbee, my boy, you have made it to semifinals. What you got to plug, buddy? Uh, my plugs are uh, Twitch TV, you know, uh, slash the Frisbee Friday. Uh, kind of up in the air with my schedule right now working on it with my kids and everything but uh my youtube also also the frisbee friday you know uploading when i can uh time is an issue right now but it's getting better and just keep an eye out for stuff all right, all right i got you um um also want to plug uh cat go go find her on twitch um they call me cat go make sure you go subscribe go follow her chat panel and also remember, both of you, you can go on. Um, so Saturday, um, talk with Cat. Go on. They call me Cat on Twitter. Go follow her. 
go set up the um so, so you can set up a date to get on the after grudge show with her so if you want to go if you're if you want to talk about your experience on gamer grudge how was it how fun it was go go talk to basically Kat. complain about us yeah 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 you yeah talk crap about us go do that. yeah please go do that because we love it that mac guy <laughs> All right, Zach, what you got to say? What you got to pull, buddy? Uh, nothing. I'm editing up my next anime review. That's about it. All right, gotcha, man. What, uh, what's your channel name, Al? Uh, Backwards Brain Labs. It's 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 there. I love anime reviews, so. We you, will... you'll, well, you got also another. Hey, show. if you end up winning, there's a chance that if Max sent me the belt, I could physically find you. So. Right? We're close. <laughs> so. All right. Well, guys. Um, Whether you take that as a threat or not is up to you, though. Take it as a challenge. Oh, <laughs> uh, goodness gracious. This is a good This is a good episode, guys. I had a ton of fun. Um, uh, guys, um, I want to thank all of y'all for watching this episode of Gamer Grudge. Um, thank you for watching, people. Thank you, thank you, thank you for watching the show. This has been a great episode. This has been so far um, our sem- so our semifinals is set. So now we're gonna so next week next time next episode will be our semifinals matchup between Damon, Damien and Phoenix. So Phoenix Holly and um, Phoenix Holly and Damien, come on down. You're the next contestant on Gamer Grudge, and after that we will have our other semifinal matchup between between. Beersby and Gareth. So get ready for that, people. And also, I want to plug um, some other shows. Um, I do have, um, I will post, um, well, I will post uh, Binge Watch tonight after the show. Um, so get ready to watch our new episode of Binge Watch. Um, I just got to upload it. Well, I'll upload it tomorrow. How about that? Um, but other than that, uh, I think that's about it. Oh, yeah. We got GF15 people. Look out for that last episode. We had so much fun on that last episode. Um, and also go look up our uh, go look at our store. Go look at our store. Our gaming, our, our um, go, we got a store, people. So go look at our store at uh, Spreadshirt at Spreadshirt GF1. So go look it up. We got a ton of shirts. We got plenty of shirts to go around. We got the uh, we got shit. We got plenty of shirts to go around. I don't want to be up in here too long. Um, but um, I want to thank all of y'all for watching. Um, keep playing video games, and we'll see you next time on the next episode of Gamer Grudge. See you guys. Bye.